And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, CN Rail says grain movement is off to a fast start this crop year in Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers this afternoon. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50. The high today 12 degrees, the low plus 2. Tomorrow cloudy, 30% chance of showers Wednesday with winds west 20 becoming northwest 40 gusting to 60. The high tomorrow 14, the low plus 3. Thursday sunny with a high of 9, the low 4. Friday sunny, the high 10, the low minus 1. Saturday sunny with a high of 11, the low minus 4. Sunday partly cloudy, the high 6 degrees, the low minus 1. Monday partly cloudy, the high near 7. The normal high is 16 for this time of year. The normal low is plus 1. The sun rose at 649 this morning. It sets at 651 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at 9. Saskatoon is 11. Swift Current and Weyburn both 10 degrees this hour. Yorkton is also 10. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's plus 9. That's 48 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 26. Humidity 76%. Thermometer rising 102.0. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 8 degrees. Winds are from the west-northwest at 22. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 9. That's 48 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougal Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn, and garden products. CN Rail says grain movement so far this crop year in Saskatchewan is at its fastest pace in four years. Vice President Sean Finn says shipments are up 30% in Saskatchewan since the 1st of August. He's in Regina today as part of a Western tour to brief provincial government officials on grain movement this fall and winter. I must say, uh, you know, in Saskatchewan, um, uh, obviously in the south it's gone very well from what we've heard. A bit more difficult in the north and obviously very, uh, very uh, uh, sympathetic towards the fact that farmers uh, uh, in some areas in the northern part of Saskatchewan can't get in the field to harvest the crop right now. So we're, we're ready to move the grain when it comes at us. But, uh, you know, Mother Nature plays games with, uh, with farmers and with the railways. So we're very, very understanding. But we'll be there to move the grain when it comes and look forward to have the farmers in Saskatchewan uh, get their harvest completed as soon as possible. Now we're seven, eight weeks into the new crop year. How is grain movement going so far? I know at least one farm group, APAS, has expressed some concern so far. Yeah, sure. Well, I think it's important to compare to last year. I told you before, we entered last year not well prepared in September. So the fact that we're up uh, year over year, both on uh, metric tons moved uh, from Saskatchewan as well as a carload spotted. So in both areas, we're up almost uh, 12 to 15 percent overall in Western Canada. And in Saskatchewan, some areas, almost 30 percent. So we're we're not, the, it's not the only measure of success, but the fact that we're ahead of last year already shows the crop has been moving a bit quicker. I think the carryover came out. August was a bit slower. We weren't meeting our full carloads of, uh, of grain coming at us, but uh, the last four or five weeks were very good. We we're over, you know, 5,000 cars. And in the case of uh, Saskatchewan proper, we're almost uh, uh, 500,000 tons more, a uh, million tons more. We're almost at uh, 2 million metric tons moved so far in week eight, which is finished last Saturday, and almost 4,000 carloads more moved uh, in Saskatchewan since uh, on this crop. 
So can you maintain this pace all winter? We, we intend to do so all winter will be a challenge. As you know, our numbers are, are obviously 5,500 cars a week when it comes to normal supply chain capacity. When we get into more challenging times in December to February, it comes out to 4,000. But you know, again, those are, those are the common cars. When you add private fleet, uh, we do a bit more than that. So we're committed to make, make sure we meet our targets. And you know, I'm, I'm very uh, uh, focused on, we are at CN making sure we do so with our employees that we've hired now. Uh, the fact that we have extra locomotives, we invest quite a bit of capital in Edmonton to Winnipeg and making sure it's going to come online in time for the crop and the more difficult operating conditions and the new grain car. So I think it's set up to do so. And the winter plan is well advanced. We're looking at this to make sure that uh, we have the resiliency as well as uh, we're capable of uh, moving very quickly when we have issues in very specific areas in Western Canada. So you're expecting to be able to move the, what, four or 5,000 hopper cars during the whole yeah. winter months? Our targets is 5,500 until we get to December, then 4,000 during winter periods. But again, that depends on how much cold weather we have, where it is, because we have to shorten trains. But, you know, we intend on meeting these targets. And everybody at CN, from our CEO, Jean-Jacques Lurie, all the way down, are focused on making sure we meet these targets. And if we can, exceed them. On another topic, it's Rail Safety Week. You as a vice president of CN, what's your message to grain truck drivers, for example? Yeah, very simple. It's Railway Safety Week, and it's a week to, to stop and think about how all of us interact between roads and cars. But obviously, you know, when you're at a crossing, uh, the rules are very simple. You stop, you look, and you listen, and then you engage on the crossing. And obviously, that's important. But also, uh, we're circulating across the North America, mostly in Canada also, Railway Safety Week tips. Put them on the fridge, show the kids at home, you know, bring them to school. If you have a hockey team, before their practice, spend five minutes talking to kids about railway safety and adults, and it's important. The more awareness we raise, we can make our communities safer. Number one, the cause of fatalities, injuries on the railway are crossing accidents. So all of us have a responsibility to make sure we try and operate the railway safety. That's ours, but also we interact well with communities and in fact, people are aware of the importance of railway safety will help us make Canada safer. And finally, you have a farm on uh, the Quebec-Vermont border, and I have to ask, how's the farm going? We've talked about this before. Thanks, Jim. So it was a hot, hot season in Quebec. Uh, blueberry crop wasn't too bad, a bit too hot, and the cattle is looking forward to, to the fall, obviously. But uh, it's been a busy time, and uh, you know, as you know well, Jim, seasons uh, uh, bring different challenges and different uh, activities at a farm. So look forward to a very busy fall. Sean Finn is the vice president of CN Rail. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation says a deadline is fast approaching for farmers enrolled in the Agri-Stability Program. Agri-Stability Policy Manager Ray Groneveld says the deadline to submit 2017 program forms without penalty is September 30th. Grunewald says agri-stability payments are triggered when the farm income margin falls 30% below the historical reference margin. This is the first deadline for the agri-stability program for producers uh, that are already enrolled for the 2017 program year. So the information that they're submitting at this time of year gives us the details to calculate uh, whether they're in a benefit for the program. So by submitting by September 30th, we're able to get that information into our system, do our work and determine if they're in a benefit position. So what is the paperwork that's needed? There's forms uh, that are on our website, Jim, on sascropinsurance.com. Uh, we ask the producers uh, can go there and access the forms. And it's a, it's a history of the financial situation on their farms, so their income, their expenses, and then uh, a look at the accrual information, so their inventories, what moved in and out of the farms, and those types of things, inputs, uh, all that gets factored in into determining their benefit calculation. 
How many farmers do you have in agri-stability in Saskatchewan, and do you expect anyone to qualify for payments? Yeah, for the 2017 program year, we issued just under 12,000 enrollment notices across the province. So those are the ones that signed up to enroll for 2017. And uh, right now we've got over 5,000 of those forms in the door so far, Jim. And so far this year in 2017, we've paid out over $15 million in benefits. And again, it's all reflected on that 2017 program year. So last year's situation that was occurring on the farm. What were the key main problems or losses there? I suppose a lot of the was drought-related. Yeah, I guess a wide range of situations last year, Jim. Of course, we had a variable crop across the province. There were some areas where dryness was a concern, so that is triggering some payments. Uh, in the livestock industry, there was some fluctuation in prices, so as a result of what we saw in the cattle industry, there, there's been some benefits generated that way. So it's a bit of a combination uh, as to uh, what is generating those benefits from the 2017 year. Do you have an average payout, what the average was for producers? I don't have that number with me, uh, Jim. Again, the, the AgriStability program is very individualized to each farm. As I talked about earlier, you know, we're looking at their own income and expense situation and then factoring in a number of other uh, items like their inventory, what they did with that inventory, what the costs were on their farm for their inputs and that type of thing. So it's very individualized. Hard to say uh, what an average payment would be because of how individualized the, the farm is. I understand if a farmer doesn't fill out by the September 30th deadline, there's a penalty fee? Yeah, September 30th is the initial deadline to get it in. There's a $500 a month penalty if you file after September the 30th. We'll take those forms up until the end of the year, December the 31st. But that $500 a month penalty is only applied if you are in a benefit position when we calculate uh, your file. So uh, a producer can still file after September 30th. Just be aware if they're in a benefit, the $500 a month penalty will apply and get added or taken away from, from any benefit that they may achieve from the program. Farmers that feel they don't have the paperwork, can't find it, your staff can help? Yeah, we've got a, a great team across the province. We've got 21 customer service offices at, with SCIC, so producers can walk in there or talk to any of their customer service offices. Uh, we've got a call center uh, located at head office in Melville here with a, a team ready to answer any producer's calls, and, and we encourage them, should they need any information, to contact our, our, our call center, and we can definitely help them out. We have program advisors across the province, and those advisors can meet one-on-one -on -one with producers, uh, if they need some support in completing the forms or accessing the right information to ensure that, that they're getting what they need for the program. So lots of support is available there. Also just want to remind, we, we also have Ag Connect and producers who like to work online. Uh, we encourage them to use Ag Connect. You can submit all the information through Ag Connect and then it enters our system automatically that way and then we can quickly it helps to expedite the process because it enters our system and we can get to work on those files right away so it's a it's a great option for producers who like to do their business online. Ray Gruneveld is the policy manager for AgriStability at Saskatchewan Crop Insurance. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. 
Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola rose 240 at 453.02. Oats fell 30 cents at 172.82. Number one red spring wheat dropped $1.25 at 232.92. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $207.85. Feed barley, $187.63. Flax, $479. Yellow peas, $221.54. Feed wheat, $187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is down two and a quarter cents at $582 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 25th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.82 cents to $0.92. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.95 cents to $1.10. We had a pre-sorted yearling sale here last Monday, and the market was very strong. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.14 and sold up to $2.22. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.06 and sold up to $2.22. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.96 and sold up to $2.13. And good steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.84 and sold up to $1.99. Heifers were about 15 to 20 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Monday, selling a range of 142 to 143 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 7,100 head, selling a range of 145 to 146 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices opened higher this morning. Monday the Canadian dollar was down 11 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2935. Canadian dollars currently trading at 77.24 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continued their higher trend, gaining more than $1 U.S. 100 weight in yesterday's trade, with a pork carcass cutout also making gains. After the disruptions caused by Hurricane Florence, the U.S. slaughter is only now back to full capacity, supported by yesterday's slaughter that was pegged at 472,000 hogs. The tighter pork production caused by the storm-related closures has likely made a modest, positive contribution to the cutout value over the last two weeks. At the start of the month, pork and storage was up 1% over levels seen last year, despite massive price discounts, which should have incentivized more pork purchases. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast, the outlook, partly cloudy today, 30% chance of showers this afternoon, wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the high 12, the low 2. Tomorrow, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, wind west 20 becoming northwest 40 gusting to 60, the high Wednesday 14, the low plus 3. In Regina, cloudy and 9, that's 48 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.